Hello everyone and welcome to the 30th episode of Encrypted. We are super, super excited to actually be recording our 30th episode. It's like a huge milestone to be um, on episode 30. And as you guys are aware, Encrypted is a dedicated podcast to guide you through the blockchain and crypto universe. With me is my co-host, Faisal Harvey. Say hello. Hey guys, what's up? Really, really glad to have reached this milestone. I mean, we've just got started, I hope. And there's just a starting. lot, lot, lot more to come. Absolutely. So basically, this episode, um, we are going to touch on a few interesting news pieces that we've seen in the past couple of weeks. But we don't want to focus on that. We just actually want to sort of reflect and ponder over sort of the 30 episodes that we've done and actually really sort of reflect over how, you know, we're doing on our podcast, like, you know, how is our podcast going? What's podcasting like? You know, what was our favorite episode? Um, you know, what did we learn about the blockchain ecosystem, particularly from this region, which is really overshadowed by press releases from, you know, newspapers that have no idea uh, about technology, right? Let alone blockchain. Sure. So, um, you know, we just really want to reflect um, about, um, you know, the the things that we've been discussing, the people we've met as well, as well as just, you know, sharing with you guys as well the sort of our, our our plans for the future i mean it's been it's it's been a really fun journey so far uh on one side um it demanded a lot of exploration and research and learning new things um and 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 it all kind of felt like you're doing it for something you're you're trying yeah. to kind of make a a good digest for yeah. the community out there so that they, they don't have to go through the fuss of, you know, finding out the authenticity of these reports and so on. So we've tried our best to come up with or to pick, handpick these kind yeah. of news and these kind of things that we see are really important in terms of the uh, Dubai and UAE's ecosystem mm-hmm. as well as the technology's ecosystem itself. All right. So I'll ask you a question. Um, what's sort of been your highlight? Um doing this podcast and what's been like the sort of pulling the hair out moment <laughs> i mean the, the the highlight was it it's really something really fun i mean doing this for the first time uh at first it was a bit you know awkward kind of uh not not really sure how to act but we 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 quickly and fairly quickly got to a point saying that Let's make it as casual as possible. The technology is complicated enough, so yeah. we don't need to be to add more complexity and making it very strict or very technical mm-hmm. and so on. So we tried to make it as a, as conversational as possible, I would say. Yeah. And uh, we've also tried to select our guests based on that. So we would go, for example, to find someone in a particular field. We would also look at the way they interact, the way they present the information and so on. So that would be my my biggest takeaway is that it, it really helped me in understanding um, mm-hmm. how, how vast and interconnected this ecosystem is and um, how, how really collaboration is the point or is the key moving or if we want to move this technology ahead. Uh, in regards to your second question. Yeah, the challenge. Uh, yeah, the challenge or the hair pulling thing. Um, I would say at some points of time, uh, it, it was it was pretty challenging, you know, balancing uh, 
the 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 balancing the need to be you know active in the episode being prepared for the episode and as well as finding that level of communication with the with some guests mm-hmm. and trying to come up with a piece of information that would really make sense for the audience out mm-hmm. there i mean we we try we always tried not to make it too complicated i remember at, at the beginning of our recordings yeah. we always had a rule saying that we don't use jargon we don't yeah. use anything but it's so tough mm. to to really stick to that you know yeah. you get into it sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you you kind of understand what's going on and so on but sometimes you miss the point yeah no i absolutely so for for me of course the highlight is just being able to actually interact with many people in this ecosystem. Actually, there are many highlights. Um, and likewise. Yeah, just interacting with the different people and actually getting out the sort of, you know, you know speaking on very down-to-earth manner and to actually understand what, what, what's happen, happening locally. And also just, you know, just like creating something and seeing, seeing how it grows, seeing how it develops, like, um, yes, we said we'll be talking about future plans. We're still sort of figuring that out as well mm-hmm. as, as we go along. Um, but yeah, absolutely. When it comes to sort of just interacting with the local community, it's been um, sort of very authentic. That that's that's the if I were to sort of frame it in one word, it would be that that would be the word. Um, I'd say challenging is basically stakeholder management that's like mm, yeah it's you know just ensuring there's no conflict of interest ensuring the right people are on board um you know ensuring that because things have to be like done right and they have to exactly. be done in a certain way and so there are many people involved in the process so although it's me and Faisal right now they're you know coming speaking to you guys are also people behind the scenes doing a bit of work mm-hmm. um and we're, we're trying to ensure that it's it's something that does become sustainable so that the work doesn't just fall mostly on us um, but we're able to sort of delegate and um ensure more people are involved and get the the, the message across so we actually onboarded a sound engineer and this guy's like i have no idea what the hell you guys talk about uh, <laughs> he's like so poor him he just listens yeah. to our nonsense for like half an hour uh, and he, he edits the episode and he's like i still have no clue what you guys are talking about um and that actually goes back to um sort of our so the reason so again the reason why we're doing this podcast is because um, to showcase what's happening regionally mm-hmm. and locally. Mm-hmm. So this basically means that our audience, it would sort of be catered towards people who already have blockchain knowledge who would understand or wanting to understand more about this region. Um, so if it's for a total newbie, I don't think the podcast is currently very catered for them. Yeah. It's probably catered for some people who, who already understand the basics and just want to you know, understand what, what's happening a bit further. Um, and of course it goes from there to to those who who are very technical um so we're also trying to address whether or not we should actually cater to those who have absolutely no knowledge um but i don't know about you but i've just realized that 99.9 percent of the world you know don't know anything about crypto and frankly do they really care about it right yeah, I mean, I, I, I completely agree with you on that. At the beginning, we tried to make this as accessible as possible. Mm. But then whenever we go back and we talk to our circles and so mm. on, and um, all they know that, for example, we do a podcast, but 
they don't they have no clue what it's yeah. about what's blockchain what's crypto and so on mm. so that that made us realize that um, and, and a couple of times that we discussed that maybe we don't need to reach out to the wider audience and maybe we need to focus on the, um, the you know like the very niche group of customer mm. that we have and our audience that we have and then maybe build from there onwards like um, i remember a couple of times that we discussed doing like an educational kind of episodes where mm-hmm. we go through the basics explain some terminologies and so on which i believe we will be doing sometime during this year mm-hmm. um but overall yeah like ahmed said i i think we we are more focused on bringing valuable content to people who are already in the field they don't have to be experts of course no one is as at the moment but at least we're bringing um a digest a local digest of whatever's going on in this domain yeah so what what's your what's your favorite episode so far oh man that's a tough one <laughs> come on <laughs> i would say the my favorite one was the one with irena Irina. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That, She'd yeah. be super happy to. <laughs> yeah, that that was really really nice and it was like a completely transparent and completely to the point <laughs> and like, you know, no BS, no none of that sort, no no marketing, no yeah. none of that sort, you know. Uh, straight away to the point, straight away to what the technology means and what it really brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Um and um, the other episode is which i still sometimes have you know like these moments thinking of wow that was said on that episode which we the one we did with maya mm-hmm. that 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 episode kind of make me makes me you know really really drill down to my mind and think of some questions like makes makes your <laughs> makes your mind ache mm-hmm. sometimes yeah yeah So I would say yeah these are the two what about you interesting so basically we should get more females on the podcast that's there <laughs> oh, yeah uh, maybe Irina will be happy for this yeah <laughs> um I definitely say um the f- the favorite art. so it, it's between so I'm I'm currently looking at the list of episodes um it's definitely between the the bit oasis one mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah that was a good one and also I liked I like the security tokens one as well mm-hmm. um because it came at such a timely manner. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, it came at a point where there was all this hype about security tokens, but you know, the the guest just sort of dumbed it down and said this is what really is why yeah. is there a lot of hype. So yeah. it sort of at that moment it really did well. Mm-hmm. Um as well as the compliance episode that we did with Tariq Oh yeah. yeah. That was exactly. as well so because nobody really thinks about these questions mm-hmm. nobody actually really um so they don't think about it. And so it it was one of those episodes where you know you listen to a completely different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um so I'd say those are my top 3 if I were to choose one. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> um oh, this is hard. <laughs> Come on. No, no, I I did like I also did like Muhammad Shah's one. Ah, oh, come on, man. You're just <laughs> listing the episodes. All right, right. I'm listing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right. I I definitely say Bitoasis one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, it I was it just had everything. Yeah. Um it had yeah, it wasn't just, you know, you know, it was very informational and very informative, but also just 
super down to earth. And I remember that was like one of the longest that was recordings longest, yeah. we've done. I, mean, I think that was the longest recording. We've yeah, done, yeah, that that was the longest that was, because yeah. it was so interesting. And I mean, I, I remember you know preparing like three or four questions, but we ended up asking like fifty of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was really interesting and really you know informative, like you said. Yeah. yeah. So thanks all out there. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I think that, so we actually mentioned our favorite ones were all with ladies that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> take that however you want. <laughs> guys, you got you to up your game, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> for the gentlemen out there, for the, for the new guests, you got to up your game for sure. Um, all right. So basically, when it comes to actually sort of doing this sort of podcast and having this uh like I, I'd be happy to share sort of some stats. Should we do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, so at least so what's been really great is that um, out of our third or well, twenty nine episodes, um, we've been sort of doing uh, organic marketing, organic growth through our social media channels, sort of no paid marketing because um, I don't think really need it at this point. Um, and currently we have. We started off with like a hundred listeners per episode on average, and now we've reached to I think two hundred and thirty listeners um, per episode on average. So it's been increasing, like our listeners on average um, per, per episode, and um, I think that's what's sort of really cool. Although it's slow, yes, mm -hmm. but it's still increasing very steadily. Um, and one other interesting stat is that 45% of our listeners are from the UAE itself, mm -hmm. um, which is super interesting. Um, it looks like we have at least some local followers, which is great. Yeah, and a couple of other observations as well is that um, I'm sure you remember there were a couple of episodes where like 70% of our listeners were from the US yeah, or yeah, the yeah. UK. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And I think it depends a lot on the guests that we mm -hmm. get and their networks and so on. So that that's a very interesting um, uh, dynamic because you just visually see how the community is really interconnected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, even if it's on a global scale, you know. Yeah. So that that was really an interesting observation for me. And, and and another thing I also wanted to point out was that we've also had some requests to actually um, make an Arabic podcast. Um, so basically make an Arabic version of Encrypted. And we're still pondering whether or not we should do it. Yeah. Um, A, because it's super hard. It's super tough. <laughs> to talk about blockchain in Arabic. And B, we, we don't have the time. We actually need to find someone. So if you're, you know, a fan, if you like to, you know, really help out and actually contribute, then give us a shout. Just shoot us a message and maybe we could do something together. Exactly. Um, and I, I, I'd assume that Arabic podcast would be super simple, um, mm. super straightforward in terms of content and more on the education side rather than um, sort of just targeting the blockchain community. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say that this is a very big opportunity that we're looking into in 2019 because we really feel like it will penetrate um, a very good uh, chunk of the market where people are really want or they really want to understand this, but there are there is a language barrier. Mm -hmm. So we would like to eliminate that. And this is what we are trying to do in this year as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. And sort of now, now we've sort of started already talking about future plans. Mm-hmm. We are thinking actually of, um, so since we are still committed to doing four episodes a month, and so that's basically weekly episodes, we're even thinking sort of either basically splitting those and doing a series. So like a series, one series on STOs and we have... Uh, um, a weekly uh, podcast or basically splitting them up where we'd have two podcasts a month focusing on one topic that we really like at uh, the third episode in that month would maybe focus on the region and the fourth episode would possibly focus or talk about the news of the month or something like that so like a monthly digest um so w- these are the our current sort of um plans that we might take forward we still haven't decided but if you guys um would actually like us to move forward with one let us know it would be great to get some feedback and we are also having a meetup um, oh yeah that's going to be very cool. soon so we are having a meetup on the 31st of March do you want to talk about a bit more Faisal uh we don't want to give too much away we'd like you to come and enjoy you know the the uh, the tiny surprises that we have, but it's basically our first meetup where we want to reach out to the community, our audience, and we want to gather up in one place a very casual uh, kind of a discussion, uh, semi-structured, but I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's just a conversation around blockchain, a couple of interesting topics, um, a good variety of audience and speakers and so on. So we would be sharing the details very soon, but uh, just a heads up, it's going to be somewhere uh, towards the end of this month. So we'd really appreciate if you hop in and, uh, and we'd love to meet you. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll definitely share more details, but for now we can say it's on the 31st of March. Um, it would be in the DFA, so where we're recording from um, Area 2071, the whole f- sort of Dubai Future Foundation. Um, and yes, yeah, so we're, we're going to be doing it in a very interesting way where we'll be sending out sort of a questionnaire and we actually want, you know, you guys, the, the community to sort of decide what we will be talking about in terms of topics. Um, and yeah, we'll definitely hope, we'll hopefully when this podcast actually airs, we'll be able to have our, um, be able to market it out, um, for you guys to, to see so um, also another thing um, is that we are looking for uh, a new co-host. Um, it would be good to um, expand the team and actually make the team uh, more diverse um, as well. And a lot of people have been telling us that you need more females in the, um, on the podcast. So it might make sense to actually get a female um, a co-host. So um, if anyone has a suggestion um, on somebody we should bring on, given that they actually have... Um, uh, you know, knowledge about the space, but more importantly, sort of enthusiasm, then we'd love to meet them. So do get in touch regarding that. Um, yeah, anyway, so anything else? So before we end up, we don't want to let go our traditions. We will mm-hmm. give you um, hopefully a good piece of uh, news article, a digest uh, from home. Uh, some of you might be aware that Amar announced that they are actually working on a coin, mm-hmm. uh, a cryptocurrency, a crypto asset, a coin, call big it up, whatever up you bar, want. Big them up, big them up. <laughs> yeah. So they're actually, they've 
kind of, I think, started the project and they're doing something uh, for a loyalty program, mm -hmm. a coin that could be used across their entire MR group with all its different subsidiaries and all different domains. So they have the malls, they have the real estate, they have entertainment, they have all kinds of things. So that loyalty coin would be something that you can use across MR. Of course, not much details are out there, except that they are partnering with a startup, mm -hmm. uh, Likey. Uh, am I pronouncing it correctly? Yeah, I think so. Likey, I guess. Like, um, likey. Which we really love, uh, just for the sake that this proves the point that in this domain, there is no people ahead of the curve as of now. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are people who are established and so on, but startups have a uh, have a very good opportunity down there. We have a huge, huge advantage. Yeah, exactly. Because Amar can't build big, up exactly. a tech arm like, like uh, all, all exactly. other blockchain startups. Precisely. I mean, so having Amar, I mean, the biggest real estate developer in the region to partner up with a startup, this just gives you a lot of hope going into the future. Um, and we might have seen this model where a lot of trust is being put in startups because they are the ones who come up with the, you know, the innovations yeah. and they're the ones who dare to risk it all and so on. Not just in blockchain, but in other technologies like AI and IoT and, and so on. Mm -hmm. But specifically for blockchain, and this is something well known in the country, mm -hmm. especially in Dubai and the region, is that a lot of startups are doing a lot of great things yeah so for me that's a very positive sign uh, and i really hope it does continue absolutely and even going back to the sort of our last episode where we had addenda and takeful imarat it just shows again the relationship between startup and mm -hmm. traditional player and i just think that like given amar's um like for those who don't know amar's are the ones it's a property developer who built burj khalifa the tallest building in the world they built dubai mall they built dubai opera so essentially, the power that they have as a semi-government, semi-private sort of enterprise, having a cryptocurrency um, with the network effect that they have, with the amount of customers that they have, and the possibility of them saying, yes, we accept Amar coin in Dubai Mall. Yeah. Um, and that's just powerful, right? Um, it's, it basically goes to show that um, you know crypto can be used for something, other than um, you know trading, other than speculation, and then also goes to show that um, you know it might it will definitely give a signal to you know other investors in the region or family offices in the region that oh okay like you know there is something there is something going on oh, and we, we might have to look and focus on this a bit more and that's a good thing because you know the, in this bearish market where there are really interesting developments happening. It gives people um, another reason to look at crypto, but from a good way, as opposed to, you know, oh, look, Bitcoin's at 20,000, let's look at it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And when it's at 3,000, nobody looks at it anymore or doesn't look at the industry anymore. So it, it's good to see news like this. OK, whether or not you you think block, you know, private blockchain versus public blockchain and yeah. that whole debate, like it doesn't matter. Right. It's exactly. the fact that. You know, people are trying to utilize this technology and actually introducing a coin and a crypto, which mm -hmm. is also a good thing um, for, for an actual use case that could benefit the whole industry. Yeah, forward. I mean, there's there is a lot of positive signals out of this. I mean, we've we've talked about a giant like MR partnering with a startup. We talked about a potential very viable use case of a loyalty program and so on. Don't forget that MR are the ones who are 
um, who've uh, who've uh, started Noon, mm-hmm. which is like the e-commerce website that's yeah. currently going head to head with Amazon. So there's a huge potential that's for true. that to be applied also in that sector or that e-commerce sector. So MR could have, I mean, if they're that's doing it idea, properly, yeah. they they could have like a, um, a couple of steps ahead. Uh, from competition when it comes to that and so what what is this um coin that that Umar are doing what what is the actual use case of it i mean there there are there is not much of uh, details around it but mm. it's basically a loyalty coin mm. where you can for example avail it between their different services so for example okay. i mean i don't know but tomorrow for example you could say you could purchase a ticket to the cinema get a coin and then utilize it in somewhere else and yep. then Potentially, this will open the room for um, a wider loyalty program. And this is where really blockchain brings in the benefits. So tomorrow you can utilize your coins from MR and potentially uh, purchase a ticket from Emirates, for example, mm-hmm. if they somehow partner up. Yeah. So there's a lot of, a lot of you know, potential of that domain. Mm-hmm. And I'm just happy that someone as big as MR is really delving into this domain and trying to experiment with it. And, and, and partnering up with a startup, it just means that the, the, um, the investment and the amount of risk they're putting is controllable, is manageable. So yeah. that's also a good approach instead of going and partnering up with you know, another giant which could incur bigger investments and so on. So for me, this is just beautiful piece of news. And um, it, it really doesn't matter at this stage if they fail or succeed because... I'm 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 confident that they're gonna learn something out of mm-hmm. it. If they pull it out, then they put themselves in a very mm-hmm. very competitive advantage. If they don't, I'm sure they'll learn a lot. So w- one thing that um, I want to ask is why the hell are they doing an ICO? If it's an mm-hmm. ICO for a loyalty program, um, a will it have will it have a stable price? So mm-hmm. what are people really buying? Yeah. And B, they're raising money for the this 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 um, coin. And are they doing it because they need money? Are they doing it to pay off Likey for their services? How I I, I they're probably still thinking about it. Yeah. But yeah. It, you know, it's the prospect of okay, if you're doing an ICO, you're investing in a token. People are going to be thinking, okay, the price will go up. Yeah. But why should it go up? You know, again, if it's a loyalty point, if it's acting like a loyalty yeah, point. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there are a lot of questions to be asked because we just read that uh, it's going to be exclusive to Europe as well yeah, when the ICO exactly. launches. So that's another question mark there. Yeah, why is it um, only exclusive why to European only, yeah. investors? So yeah. there's a lot of questions there, but you never know. It might be that they're going really full-fledged into this and they want to test out everything that's mm. has, that has to do. You know, we're going to yeah. do a coin, we're going to do an ICO, we're just going to see how it works. Okay. So you never know. Um, I think time will tell. If yeah. they announce this now, I'm sure that they, they have a bit of traction out there and then maybe mm-hmm. give it a couple of months until we actually see some sort of uh, prototype or follow-up news and so on. Absolutely. Cool. So um, I think that's that's it for our 30th milestone episode. So So we're there, guys. We finally... Um, so I, I wouldn't say we never really had 30th as our milestone, but we we're just like, yeah, you know what? Let's just make it a milestone <laughs> episode. Exactly. Um, but yeah. So, um, how could people find us Faisal? I mean, we are available in, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, these social media channels, and you can always reach out to us on our emails. 
Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. I mean, we've always, always had in mind to to design whatever we're doing uh, together with you guys, with our audience. So we'd really appreciate any input of, from your side in terms of episodes, guests, focus areas, and especially going into 2019, that would really be helpful. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Um, um, as Faisal said, we're available on all social media sites. Um, and please do not forget to actually um, subscribe to the podcast. You could do it on Apple Podcasts. Go and hit that subscribe button now because if you don't, then you're just missing out on a lot. Um, and whilst you're at that, also, you know, if you're already subscribed, if you've already subscribed and you like us, then just review, right? I mean, it's not that hard yeah. to do. It's just, just going to take a couple of seconds. A couple of really, seconds, really yeah. means a lot to us. Um, so whether you hit the five star button, we won't accept anything be- below five stars. <laughs> um, it will, like we told Apple to reject anything that <laughs> is below yeah. five stars. Imagine if we had the power to do oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe that smart contracts could sort of come <laughs> with that, yeah. Um, so yeah do leave us reviews those reviews help the show a lot Um, and do do stay tuned up for the meetup details which will follow hopefully this week and looking forward to seeing you all soon absolutely thank you so much thanks guys